On this edition of Opinions Matter, vaccines for pregnant women. They're doing this live on air, spreading fear, with their imagination running wide. And the conversation got very heated. How dare you when you have never had to carry a baby and worry about a hundred other things. And we speak to women agonising about the decision. I had a good chat with my GP. I was so nervous, but she reassured me that the benefits outweigh the risk of getting COVID. That's all to come. Go Loud presents Opinions Matter with Adrian Kennedy. The Rotunda Maternity Hospital has said that low vaccine uptake in pregnant women is partly the reason for maintaining restrictions around partner visits. Uh, The Dublin Hospital said in a recent survey of inpatients that only 39% were fully vaccinated and only uh, 41% of their partners. Now, we were contacted by a pregnant woman named uh, Fanula. She sent us an email, which you can do as well. The email address is allopinionsmattershow at gmail.com. Allopinionsmattershow at gmail.com. Anyway, here's the message uh, from uh, Fanula. Here's what she says. Guys, I'm contacting you because I'm so pissed off right now. I'm almost in my third trimester of pregnancy and I'm attending the Rotunda Hospital. I'm so upset that restrictions on partners uh, being in the hospital are not being eased and all because so many pregnant women are refused, uh, refusing to take the COVID-19 vaccine. What is wrong with these women? They are so selfish. Do they not realize that this is to protect themselves and their babies? I can't get my head around it. It's uh, absolute. These are her words. These aren't mine. Absolute selfish bitches. Uh, these women need to cop on and get their arses into gear and get the damn vaccine. It's so unfair that their decisions and lack of education are impacting the rest of us who are happy to protect ourselves and our babies. Could you please talk about this? Whew. So that is, um, what did I say her name was? Fanula. And we want to get your thoughts on this. Do you agree with this woman? Is it selfish of pregnant women not to get the vaccine? Or would you also refuse to uh, get the vaccine if you were or are expecting a baby right now? Would you be happy with your partner uh, getting it if she, if she was expecting? Or are you currently pregnant? And if so, did you get the vaccine. Katie, as I said, is uh, with us today and a recent second time mammy. So you had a pandemic baby. I did. But when I had Cloda, the vaccine wasn't released. So it wasn't even an issue for me. But, and before I say this, you know, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I feel very, very lucky to live in a country where we have such a great childhood immunization schedule and we have the access to vaccines that we have. But would I have gotten it? Absolutely not. Really? No way. Why? Uh, it's just too new. Even I got the whooping cough and flu vaccine, and especially on my first pregnancy, I was nervous enough with them, and they're tried and tested. Um, they're not new. I got them, and everything was fine, but I just I wouldn't have taken a risk. And the risk is what? Because since then, you've gotten both your vaccines. You're now fully vaccinated. Yeah. So why, what's the difference? The difference is I don't have to think of a little person inside my stomach who's getting whatever's put into my body. And uh, Okay, so the um, Rotunda Hospital said yesterday that 39% of pregnant women arriving in the hospital are uh, vaccinated 
only 41% of their partners as well, which I was very surprised yeah, by. I, I don't understand that. I don't understand that, but I can understand why pregnant women wouldn't want to. The risks, if there are any, aren't known yet. Now, in saying that, I do commend any pregnant women who have gotten it and made the decision to get it. It's not an easy decision, decision to make, but would I have made that decision? No, I wouldn't have gotten the vaccine. You wouldn't have? 100% no way. This lady uh, says in her message that they are selfish, that they aren't protecting themselves and their babies. She says, I can't get my, red, uh, my head around it. Absolute selfish bitches. I actually think the opposite. They're not being selfish. They're thinking of their baby. These women are obviously, for the same reason that I wouldn't get it, are obviously afraid of the implications it could have on their unborn child. This is a new vaccine. This I, is, I'm aware that it's a new vaccine. When was the vac- first vaccine even... Issued in Ireland. Was it January? Yeah, at the start of the year, yeah. Eight, seven, eight months ago. Mm-hmm. Like, long-term effects aren't known. And I'll take the effects myself of a vaccine, like, because I have vaccinated myself, but I would not do anything. I just, I feel so sorry for anybody who is pregnant now, because, you know, pregnancy, everyone says it's this joyful, amazing experience. And a lot of the times, a lot of parts of it are, but pregnancy's bloody hard. And throw all this shit in on top of it. And it's just, yeah, I just, I, I couldn't... I wouldn't get it. So why do you think it is that the Department of Health um, are really going on a mad one over this? Many people say the Department of Health have genuine concerns about COVID-19 vaccines, including some who are pregnant uh, or planning to have a family. COVID-19 vaccines reduce the risk of developing COVID-19. But they know that it reduces the risk of developing COVID-19. Do they know the risk that it could have on an unborn child? Okay, I'll give you another example, Uh, lady that I heard uh, the other day, a woman from Baldoyle in Dublin, her name is Laura Curtis. She faced the battle of her life when she was diagnosed with COVID-19 in March while she was 20 weeks pregnant. Um, She ended up in hospital. She ended up in ICU where she was in a coma for 17 nights, all while she was pregnant. And when she woke from that coma, she thought she'd lost her baby. It was horrific. It is horrific. That's a, that is a, an awful story. Obviously, thankfully, there was a nice ending a, after it, but I still, that things like that are few. They're rare cases like that. Um, I, I've yet to hear of a pregnant woman who's become really, really, really sick with COVID, apart from herself. And I know plenty of women pregnant who have gotten the vaccine and not gotten the vaccine, and everyone's fine. Now, in fairness, the babies, people who've given birth since getting the vaccine while pregnant, the babies are perfect. So there haven't been any issues. But it's like this thing. Do you remember the thalidomide? This morning sickness pill was released years ago. And this was safe and pregnant women were taking it. And babies, unfortunately, were being born with thalidomide then. Okay. This is my fear. But we have seen the the... the, the World experts on uh, the, the, the safety of, of this uh, vaccine are saying it is safe for pregnant women. How can they categorically say with their hand on their heart 100% when this vaccine is only out a year? Long-term implications are not known for anybody, pregnant or not pregnant. But I just wouldn't take a chance where there are children or unborn babies involved. For me, I would risk getting COVID, getting really, really sick. I think even pregnant women who are getting COVID, I don't think they can actually pass it to the baby in the womb. Neve, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you? Hi, Adrian. How are you? Well, Neve, um, you've heard what Katie said. You've heard what that lady Fanula said. What's your view on this about pregnant women uh, deciding, well, certainly in the rotunda, 39% 
only are fully vaccinated. What's your view on this? I can see where, um, I, I can see exactly where Katie's coming from. Um, I'm fully vaccinated, so I'm nowhere near an anti-vaxxer. My kids have had all their vaccinations. When you're pregnant, as Katie said, it's, it's a wonderful time, but it's terrifying. You're afraid to even take a Panadol. And now they're saying, take this vaccination. Now we know, our logical minds know, it's probably very safe. But when you're pregnant, you're suddenly in charge of this tiny little human inside you. And everything you do impacts on that tiny little human. And if there's even a shadow of a doubt mm. in your mind, you'll be afraid. And I completely understand women's fears. Because when I was pregnant, I was nowhere near a pandemic. And I was afraid. I was afraid of... Genuinely the most anxious okay? time for a person. It is. It's such a hard... They don't know what's going on in the background. You're worrying, no, oh, I haven't terrifying. felt kicks today. Am I eating the right food? Am mm-hmm. I, I have a pe- headache. Can I take a painkiller? Like, you have to worry about yeah. everything. And this on top of it, I just, I wouldn't even, I just think the stress wouldn't be worth, I think that this, the benefits of the vaccine would outweigh, or the stress I of it would be worth the... I just remember yeah. it's that, you know, it's not too long ago before a vast majority of us campaigned on the My Body, My Choice. Yeah. Like, have we forgotten this? You know, it, 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 that still applies. It didn't just apply to one repeal campaign. It applies. And at the end of the day, these women, you know, Fanula or whatever her name is, isn't going to be in that maternity ward if something goes wrong, holding mm. her hand and saying, oh, I'm sorry I called you a selfish bitch. You know, I'm sorry, but she needs to, you know, I'm sorry that she can't have her husband there or her partner there for a visit. But you know what? It's, what, three days of your life? It's, it, it, you know, you're going to come home. You're going to have all the time with your partner that you want. I do kind you of know, think it's a bit a of a cop-out from the well, though. Say that again, Katie? I think it is a bit of a cop-out from the rotunda. I think they're holding pregnant women to ransom. Basically saying, mm-hmm. get the vaccine or... Your partner's not well, uh, okay, but one of the things that I, I really can't get my head around at all is that, uh, okay, 39% of women uh, in the Rotunda, pregnant women, are vaccinated, but only 41% of their partners are. I really don't understand I that. No, I don't get that either. No, fully va- yeah, fully it vaccinated. Could be age group, which means it could they could be young couple. These people are, could have been on their way to being vaccinated. Um, I, they could be young women, as well, I and they could be understand. waiting. I would be in the percentage of women not getting it done. All right, we would like to hear from you. So uh, you're agreeing, um, Neve, with what um, Katie is saying, that you can understand, and you're not an anti-vaxxer, you can understand why uh, a pregnant woman would have uh, concerns, if if we put it that way. Absolutely. I mean, I'm so glad that I didn't have to be pregnant during a pandemic because I don't know what my choice would have been. It would have been a scary thing to do if I'd done it, and... Great, as Katie said, huge respect to, to the women that have done it, but none of us, none of us. I'm sick and tired of both sides standing in judgment on each other. We've become a horrible society. You know, just look after yourself. Don't worry about what the woman in the next bed do. All right, Neve. thanks very much indeed. Let's uh, bring Kevin in on this conversation. Hey, Adrian, Katie. Uh, how you doing, Kevin? Katie, I'm surprised that you... This is, look, time has no relevance compared to the amount of money globally spent and the amount of people power globally spent and used on adapting an already existing vaccine to, to contract to counter COVID. It's not brand new. It was already in existence. They just adapted an existing vaccination for an alternative virus to contract to 
go against COVID. So you obviously don't know what you're talking about, Katie. Sorry, love it, but you don't know what you're talking about. And that's where we're getting, this is where all the drama comes in. Um, and people, women are being selfish. And expecting mother is being selfish. Okay? Because if your doctor gives you the okay to go ahead and take the vaccine in his professional and expert opinion, and you decide not to, well then, you're responsible for the safety and the potential harm to your child, to their child. Stop simple. I have no sympathy if a mother loses her baby because of her denial of fact. Sorry, I know that sounds bloody harsh, but it's the truth. Have a good one. Uh, Katie is uh, spitting bullets mm. here, Kevin. Yeah, I'm actually, well, I get him on and tell him how I feel <laughs> about what he's just said. Well, go on, he's basically saying if you're not prepared to listen to the medical advice and the medical advice to pregnant women is to get vaccinated, okay. uh, then uh, you're responsible and you're at fault here. Okay, Kevin, how dare you? How dare you when you have never had to carry a baby and worry about a hundred other things? Uh, you know, is my baby going to be okay? You worry, is, you know, is my baby moving enough? You're counting kicks. Uh, you're watching what you eat. You've never had to do that, okay? These so-called experts, I understand that they are experts, but they have gotten it wrong in the past. We know what happened with the morning sickness pill that caused babies to be born with thalidomide, okay? Babies were born very, very sick. So the experts, they don't always know best. And if there's a chance that this could affect my baby, which... You're putting anything in your body. It could. You don't know, okay? There's a reason you have to sit there for 15 minutes after the vaccine. And as I said, I'm not anti-vaxxer. I am very much pro-vaccination. But Jesus Christ, you have never had to give birth or had the concerns that a pregnant woman has. So I don't think you should be able to judge any woman for making any decision because you don't have a clue. Do you know what? I think I'm going to get him on. Yeah, get him on. I'm yeah. going to get him on. <laughs> she's, oh, she's fit because to kill. Because I'm... This, he's done it for me now. <laughs> he's, she's fit to kill. Yeah. You wanted to get Kevin on. Did Kev, you get Kevin? I know where you live. <laughs> I know. My point is, right, we, every father and mother, right, trust the doctor to deliver the baby to their best ability. And sometimes teams can go askew mm-hmm. and decisions have to be made, right? And we trust them 100% from day one. He's my doctor. I will do whatever he says, whenever he says it. Why don't you trust the doctors who are saying, we know what's best. Kevin, we, doctors we are here don't, to help I, you. They now, don't I always know. Do you remember that case, Adrian, a few years ago in a maternity hospital in Dublin? I can't remember which one. Where they told the couple that their baby was either going to be born very, very, very sick or wasn't going to last a full pregnancy. I can't remember which. They went okay. and they had terminated the pregnancy and subsequently found out that the baby would have actually been a perfectly healthy baby, just like my own kids, just like your own kids, okay? Mm-hmm. Doctors don't always know. Now, when you're pregnant, you're already worrying about a multitude of things, okay? You're worrying about your own yeah. health and you're worrying about your baby's health, okay? You're also dealing it- with hormones and emotions. Your head, is, your head can be mm-hmm. all over the place. So yep. throw this into the mix, something further to worry about. You can't judge any pregnant woman. I commend any woman for getting it and, you know, for making that decision. I'm not saying don't get it or do get it. But for me, I just wouldn't have gotten it because the long-term risks, if there are any, are not known. The medical experts might know better than me, but they, if there's even a 1% chance that anything could risk, could damage my baby or hurt my baby. Okay, but again, I'm going to tell... Katie, um, you're, basically, you're basically taking the option here. 
here's a coin, pick heads or tails. That's what you're doing. But Kevin, I made That's a coin exactly, through pregnancy well, fine and I didn't get COVID. The doctor gave you a two-headed coin and said, pick heads. It's going to land on heads. That's what the doctor's giving you. He's giving you a two-headed coin. You're taking a normal coin and going heads or tails. And Katie, again, I'll, I'll, I'll remind you about the story of that woman from Baldoyle who was in a coma, pregnant, in a, a coma, yeah. in ICU, in hospital, with COVID. Had and, she been vaccinated? But how many stories like that do you hear? One is enough. For the fact that no. these, these vaccines are not 100% perfect. Not one of them. There is honestly can be an instructor. Listen, will Kevin, I am be, all for vaccinating, okay? I am pro vaccination. All my kids have their, their, their my, both my kids follow right. the immunization schedule exactly when they should. I wouldn't miss a vaccine. I wouldn't even get one late, okay? I got the flu vaccine, I got the whooping cough vaccine, right? So I'm not anti vax. I'm very much pro vax. I'm just very, very nervous about putting something into my body where the implications long term are not known if I have if I am carrying a baby. Okay, okay uh, Katie, well, did well, you realise that this vaccination already exists and has been adapted to go against COVID? Did you know that? I, I understand and, uh, that. Billions, not millions. But they haven't, it hasn't been billions distributed globally. Okay, I, I want to read a, a couple of messages that have come in to us. Uh, one says, uh, Katie, stop comparing uh, to the, this to the 60s. Uh, you were mentioning thalidomide. Hmm. Medicine has become so advanced since then. Stop comparing it to uh, thalidomide. It's a ridiculous comparison. Okay, I understand medicine has become more advanced, but it's not impossible. This is a new vaccine. Nothing this is, is impossible. Nothing is Listen, impossible. I'm not saying, telling people don't get the right, vaccine. You can, you I'm commending people who decide to get it. But for me, Kate. and there's plenty of people messaging here who are pregnant as well, and plenty of women agreeing with me here. It's just, and until you're in the situation where you are thinking about and worrying about a hundred other things. your imagination run away with yourself. But that's I'm what sorry. happens when you're pregnant. You are. That's what but happens. I'm sorry, you're not pregnant now. I'm not pregnant, but I'm vaccinated no, now. No, but you still have the same beliefs, and you're and fear in the people who are listening. Yeah. I'm not spreading fear because I'm commending women who are brave you're enough you're themselves to make the decision to get air. it done. I'm and not spreading fear. And sorry, I'm Kevin, I, can't, I can't, can't hear both of you. Sorry, Kevin, say that again, please. Sorry, you're, letting your, you're doing this live on air, spreading fear with your imagination running wide as a known no. woman who's not pregnant and making their beliefs that anti-vaccine Kevin, that's if that's I was that's spreading that's fear, I would be saying to women, don't get it done, it's bad for you. Earlier in this conversation, I said to you, Adrian, I know women who have gotten the vaccine were pregnant and have gone on to give birth and have had healthy, happy mm-hmm. babies. If your doctor says it's the best thing for you and your baby, then I don't see why any mother wouldn't take that. And, that, and that's his fundamental point. That's uh, the okay, we, we, we have clinicians who look after us during pregnancy for a reason, because we trust their advice, yes. uh, they guide us in the right direction, and all of the medical experts are saying that it is safe and it is beneficial for pregnant women to Oh, I'm uh, sure it is vaccine. beneficial. I'm not saying that it's not beneficial. I am sure that it is. But if there's yes, you even are, Katie, because the, it's annoying the fact that you even if take there's it. the slightest chance that it, it could affect my unborn child, I am not going to take that risk. Now I'm 99.9% sure it won't. But even there's a smi- if there's a smidgen of doubt in my mind, a smidgen, I'm not taking that risk. Uh, let's have a listen to this WhatsApp voice note. Hi guys, uh, I'm with Katie on this one. <laughs> I have two kids, and now they're talking about um, doing vaccines for children. Uh, my kids are 10 and 11, and I'm not 100% sure I'm going to get them vaccinated. I'm double vaccinated. My wife is as well. You know, we're completely pro-vaccination, but I don't know when it comes to your children. 
you, you have to think about it a bit more, I think. And uh, it's exactly the same for pregnant women. They're, they're thinking about getting an injection that they're not 100% uh, sure of. You know, it, what can you do? It's a difficult one. All right, 0858252626 is our WhatsApp number. And in fact, uh, that caller is Pete, and he's on the line. Uh, Pete, you mentioned firstly about your children. They're, uh, what did you say, 10 and 11? Yeah, there's two girls, 10 and 11. Uh, and you're not sure about, well, no, a vaccine isn't even being offered to that age group at this moment. Um, and... As so, it, it may not ever become an issue because it may not ever be offered to that age group. But your uh, point is, you you're with Katie on this. You understand where she's coming from. Yeah, I am. I mean, I'm I'm pro-vax. I'm totally for it. I think everybody should get vaccinated. But you have that unknown with it, and when it comes to your children, you just, you you just have that is that unknown. Makes you think, really? Should I? Should I give that to my kids? Because imagine if, if something did down the road happen to them, and that's on you. Then that's not a choice they've made. You've made that choice for them. Can you understand why there's such reluctance among pregnant women to get vaccinated? Definitely, I can understand it 100. percent You know, it is a relatively new vaccine, and all the other calls going on about it's an old vaccine is what. But that's not the point for us. It's new. They brought it out. It's still in trial, as far as I know. You know, but if you take something and that affects your unborn child or affects them in the future, you couldn't forgive yourself for that. You really couldn't. Because, you know, once you have children, you do everything for them. And I I don't know. I, I. I can see a hundred percent why a pregnant woman wouldn't want to do it. You can understand their uh, hesitation. Yeah. I get that you have to respect the decision of both, but the medical experts are saying. It is beneficial for you, for your pregnancy, uh, and for your child to be vaccinated. Yeah, and I just want to clarify, I get that, okay? And I'm in no way trying to spread fear. I'm not telling pregnant women, I don't think you should get it. I think if it's the right decision for you, and you're comfortable, and you're confident that this is safe 100%, then go for it. Obviously, we all want to protect ourselves and our babies. That's all anybody wants. But I would just be too inclined to think of the other side of things. I am very much pro-vaccine, but when you're pregnant, it is different. You ha- you're not just thinking about yourself. You're thinking about a little person inside you who has to grow and thrive and be okay. And if there's even a slight doubt that any of that could be jeopardized, then no way would I take a chance. I would, I would get the vaccine 100% be running for it as soon as that baby's out of my body. Would I be putting it into my body when my baby's in there? Absolutely not. And that's just for me. All right, let me bring in some more calls on this. Uh, Juanita, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you? Hi, how are you? Good, thanks. Uh, what's your view on this? Can you understand why uh, there is, a, it seems, a reluctance amongst pregnant women to get vaccinated? Yeah, I definitely can. I'm not pregnant. I'm reluctant to get it. Never mind having a little baby going inside my body. No way. The vaccines that were out years ago, just been out years ago, have been trial and tested. This is a new vaccine. It's not trial and tested. They are still learning an awful lot about this vaccine. So in a couple of years' time, what is going to be the repercussion of this vaccine for for people that are after having it or for pregnant people? Have you gotten it yourself? No, and I have underlying conditions. But one of my underlying conditions is not very well known. So I don't know if I got that vaccine, uh, how it would affect my underlying conditions. I'm not taking that chance. Okay, but uh, so you're prepared to take the chance that you might get COVID? Yeah. Which, if you've underlying health conditions, 
could completely floor you. Yeah, but again, I don't know what way this vaccine would affect my one of my underlying conditions and my quality of life. If that did affect my, it escalated my condition, my quality of life would be just really bad anyway. So I'd rather just take the chance. Experts don't always get it right. I know, and I, I agree with you on that point. Experts don't always get it right. However, um, and like we said before, your decision, your choice, if you didn't get vaccinated, uh, that's that's up to you. And uh, I would say, though, that as somebody with underlying health conditions, we've seen that the people most adversely affected by COVID are people with underlying health conditions like yourself. And it seems like mm-hmm. Russian roulette, really, uh, to... Uh, be taking your chances of of actually getting it when it's widely in circulation at the moment. Yeah, but I'd also be paying attention if I got it because of one of my underlying conditions. Doctors don't know much about one of my underlying conditions, so I could be paying attention by taking it as well. So okay, so uh, when we're talking about young, fit, healthy, pregnant women deciding not to get vaccinated, <laughs> you you can completely understand that. Yes, I can completely, one hundred percent. Not only are they worried, like obviously worried about themselves, but they're worried about their own poor child. And because there's so little known about this vaccine, they don't know what the repercussions of this vaccine, if any. And um, but we don't know. That's the, that's the thing. We don't know. And I don't mean to sound patronising here, Adrian, but I'm going to be honest and say it is very hard for you as a man to imagine being in that situation where you have to make that decision. Yeah. It's very easy for men to come on saying, oh, you should be doing this, you should be doing that. They don't have to handle the... They don't have to feel the guilt if anything goes wrong. My point of Juanita with regard to... No, that was a health... Yeah, getting the vaccine or not is... I'm talking about pregnancy. Yeah, okay. And, And Juanita is saying that she understands why pregnant women aren't getting the vaccine, but then she would understand because she hasn't gotten the vaccine herself. No, but... And what I'm saying is, you know, the men messaging here now, there's men messaging Goodo here saying what pregnant women should do, I'm sorry, but you have not been in the situation where you've had to worry about putting something in your body and it affecting the baby in your stomach. You haven't, you haven't had to think about that. If you think about it for five minutes and actually sit and imagine your child, you're growing your child, and the decision is down to you, the guilt that you would feel if anything went wrong or you know, the worry that you have, could this possibly, you haven't had to think of that. For you, it's just going, getting the jab in the arm, dealing with the symptoms, you're fine. You don't know. Amy, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you? Hi, how are you? Uh, good, thank um, you. I just wanted to say that I, I do understand where Katie's coming from with regard to, you know, women being pregnant, women being nervous to get a vaccine when pregnant and everything. But to me, the benefit of it outweighs the risk of getting COVID. And, 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 and that, that's, that is what the medical experts are uh, saying. And, and they are saying yeah, I understand that. it is better than the risk of okay. getting COVID. I mean, I didn't get COVID. I know, but you you were, you were lucky. Yeah, you were. No, I was yeah. lucky. I know uh, that. Firstly, you were lucky, uh, but secondly, lucky. you were pregnant, uh, and much of your pregnancy was during lockdown. We're in a very different world now. The place but is reopened, but the virus is still up. circulating. If you're that worried about it, you know, if, if if it was me in this situation, and I was pregnant at this moment in time, when the vaccine is out, and when we're being offered the vaccine, if I was refusing yeah. to take the vaccine, which I would. I just would be removed myself from any situation. And I know you can still get it in a shop or anything like that. So I'm not saying that if you get it, it's your own fault. It's very much not. But I would be removing myself from any situation where contracting the virus would be more likely. So I would be trying to eliminate risk from all angles, from the vaccine, from the virus, just in general. But you believe that the 
benefits far outweigh the risks. And that's the point that you're making, Amy, that the benefits far yeah. outweigh the risks of, of taking the uh, vaccine. Yeah, like I'm pregnant now on my second child and I had a baby last year in the pandemic. So I wasn't, I didn't have the option to get the vaccine until now. And I had a good chat with my GP. I was so nervous, but she reassured me that the benefits outweigh the risk of getting COVID. And she said that if you get COVID when you're pregnant, you can end up seriously ill in hospital. So that and and, and we've given that example of the woman from Baldoyle who ended up very seriously ill in a coma for 17 days while she was pregnant. That is not ideal yeah. for anybody. No, that's horrific. Like, and it was enough miracle that her baby survived. Mm. So, yeah. Okay, so uh, you say your doctor advised you to get the uh, vaccine, uh, and you, uh, yeah. have you? Yes, I got it at uh, 16 weeks. At 16 weeks. And have you, got this, yeah. have, you, have you gotten the second one yet? No, I'm not, I'm not due to get the second one now for another few weeks. Okay. But yeah. it, it is a conscious decision that you made to uh, get vaccinated because that was the medical advice from your trusted medical practitioner, basically. Yeah, and she assured me that it would not affect the baby. It doesn't cross the placenta. So that just totally put my mind at rest as well. And if anything, from what I've heard, the only thing that will be passed on to your baby are uh, antibodies. Which antibodies. Would, yes, which yeah. would help the child if it comes in contact with COVID itself uh, after, yeah. after birth. Yeah. So, so was it a difficult decision for you or were you happy to make the decision because that was the medical advice that you were given? It was such a hard decision for me, but like after I had the chat with the GP, she reassured me. And I was actually a close contact of someone that had COVID this time. So the stress of that just kind of sent me towards getting the vaccine just to kind of keep me at ease. Like knowing that if I do catch it, God forbid, I won't end up in hospital. And and Katie, this this comes back to the, to the point uh, that I was making. If your doctor... Mm-hmm. advises you that it is in your best interest to uh, take this particular vaccine, which is exactly what Amy uh, did. She listened to that advice, albeit uh, a little bit nervously by the sounds of it, Amy, uh, but you still yeah. you listened to that advice, took that advice and got the vaccine. Now, isn't you know, don't we uh, go to medical professionals for their advice? You, you yeah. have to... And I say fair play to her for getting the vaccine. You know, I, I wouldn't have the confidence to, so... Fair play to anybody who does have the confidence to go and get it. But it just, I, the doctor, when I was pregnant on Tig and on Clota, you know, they recommended that I get the flu vaccine and the whooping cough vaccine at the time of year yeah. where it was necessary. And I got them because yeah. the doctor advised me to. And this one, I'd sit it out though, because it's just, it's, this, it, this vaccine's only a, a year. And I know, as Kevin said earlier on, you know, they've been working on it for ages, they've pushed it up the line, I get that. But it's only been distributed, it's only started being distributed globally within the last eight months it's to a year so yeah, we don't know and I, I, yeah I understand that and I know that they don't know the side effects of it but for me the benefits just it's a very very hard decision and COVID. I really feel for any pregnant woman now and I'm, I'm glad I actually didn't have to make the, that I wasn't faced with the decision because I know I would have had people in my ear yeah. saying get it and I know I would have had people in my ear saying don't get it and oh yeah which is exactly what we're doing today yeah but I'm not yeah. telling people not to get it I'm saying if you feel comfortable get it I'm just saying what my 
opinion on it would be that I wouldn't get it. I would be way too nervous. And then I'd be like, if I start feeling any pains or anything, I'd be stressed now. I'd be saying, is it, oh my God, has the vaccine done something? And my mind would run away at me because when yeah. I was pregnant and my kids, I was very anxious. I wanted, like any mother, everything to be okay. And I was very nervous, especially in my first pregnancy. And it's a really, really, really hard, emotional, hormone-filled time. And I just yeah. couldn't imagine it that the worry of that on top of it as well so I kind of I basically cocooned myself in pregnancy although it was easier as Adrian said because we were in lockdown but yeah. I just and we are in a very different know, world now I know and that's what I'm I feel so yeah. sorry for any woman who has to who's fighting with the decision whether to do it or not you know you have to do what's right for you but I have to be very honest yeah. here it wouldn't have been right for me yeah. All right, um, the very best of luck with uh, with everything in the pregnancy, Amy, and thanks very much indeed for talking to us. Really appreciate it. Thanks so much. All right, thanks, good William. to talk to you. Bye-bye. Let me go to, uh, sorry, who's on this line? Lydia, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you? Hi, I'm good, thanks. Now, Lydia, you are currently pregnant. Yep. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you well. very much. And yeah. you are struggling with this decision about whether or not to get vaccinated. Yeah, I, I completely understand why people aren't getting vaccinated and are. And I'm, and, um, I'm now 14 weeks pregnant. So oh the God, decision will just be upon me now. Too close together as well. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I know, be busy. Yeah. But, um, decision the last time, but I had the whole mind and the baby. We were very careful. We've done everything. We've all avoided COVID, thank God. And now I suppose, um, it's, it's a bigger decision. I kind of, I'm left with, I am terrified to get the vaccine because I just worry down the line if anything does negatively happen. I like that. I'll, I'll, I won't forgive myself and I know I never will. Mm-hmm. But equally, if I don't get the vaccine, I'm not due to next February. I have a long time to be careful, be safe. There's 1,800 cases a day. They're high, highly contagious in 30, in the early 30s, which is my age. And and that that scares me. It's a long time to take the risk of COVID when the doctors do advise it. So mm. if you go against the doctor's decision and I got COVID and ended up sick and anything happened, again, I'd never forgive myself. So I can okay, understand. So you're literally, you're literally torn uh, between the two. And, and This uh, is what yeah. I'm saying to you. I feel so sorry for pregnant women having to make this decision. Mm. I really do. My heart yeah. is out to them because it's such a difficult decision. You're, you're torn and you want to do the best for your baby. Well, what is best for your baby? Yeah, that's it. That's exactly That's the only thing. If it was me, I would get the vaccine in two seconds. I wouldn't think anything of it. Yes, but when same. it comes yeah. to a second person there, I can see why people aren't getting it and I can see why people are. Yeah. I think probably when I speak to the doctors, I have a long time left. I probably will get it, mm. but I will go in probably with tears in my eyes, absolutely terrified and rest of my pregnancy wondering that I do the right decision but it's, it's because, something like, uh, I think and like I said and I keep mentioning this particular case uh, of uh, that woman from Baldoyle ending up in a coma for 17 days in ICU with a baby still growing in her tummy now nobody Nobody wants it. It is terrifying. And in my yeah, in my personal twice. opinion, uh, any potential risk of the vaccine far outweighs the risk of ending up like that lady in uh, ICU. It really does. Yeah, it's such yeah. A and I think yeah, that is it. And I, I think I would prefer not to get it. I'd love to be doing my baby next week and say I'll keep my seat safe for a week. But the the thing of being 
100% safe for six months. I don't mind locking myself indoors, but it just seems there's people that are close contacts and everyone's mixing more and numbers are higher. How do you keep yourself safe? It's, it, it's kind it, of extremely it's, it difficult. Yeah, and it, and it, it, that's the point I made to you yeah. a while ago, Katie. I was in lockdown you, yeah, yeah, most of yeah. your pregnancy was Everything in full. Everything was closed. Yeah. Nobody was seeing each other anyway. We're in a very different place now. Yeah. And over the next couple of weeks, uh, more stuff is going to reopen. Life will return to yeah. uh, much more normality. And uh, it is much more difficult at that stage uh, to well, lo- lock yourself vaccine, away, uh, Lydia. I think the vaccine, you can only do it in the first 14 weeks, or bet- after the first 14 weeks and before the last 14 weeks. Yeah, so, so, so yeah. Lydia, you would have to get yours in the next uh, couple of weeks, I assume. I No, I can get it any time from 14 weeks up until my second one. I think it's 34, 36 weeks. So it's kind of to decide now is when I can get my first one is around now. But and, obviously and, now and cases ha, are quite you, high. And, yes, and, yeah. and it is a worry. And like I said, yeah. I think we've now gotten to a stage that we're living with as we're going to accept the high uh, case numbers. We hope the vaccine will start bringing that down. Uh, but while it's in circulation, Lydia, it would be terrible terrifying to uh, contract COVID while you're pregnant. It, the only it really thing I'm saying to you is make the decision based on what you want. Don't let anybody talk you into or out of it. Do you know what I mean? If it makes you comfortable and makes you stress less and gives you a happier, healthier kind of outlook, then you need yeah. to do what's right for you. Do you know what I mean? And I'm not sitting here telling people I don't think they should get it. I'm only saying that I wouldn't personally. But if you... And do you know what? I'm probably... I probably am wrong. This, you know, even to think not to get it, but it's it's just for me. I would be quite a nervous person when I'm pregnant, so yeah. I would. No, I, I did the exact same. I didn't even get the flu vaccine the last time because I was too nervous to get it. But this, yeah. no, I got it, the it flu vaccine. Like and an impossible decision. And I was yeah. glad after I got it. You know, and everything was fine, and I yeah. got it again in my second pregnancy. But just make sure that what you do, you're doing it because you want it, not because anybody has advised you or told you what they think. Yeah, I think I think decision. that is it. I mm. think you have to talk to the doctors. But I suppose when you see people writing in emails like that, where they're taking it out on women who haven't got it, I, I can't understand the decision being that easy because I don't think it's that easy for any pregnant woman. I don't think anyone ran up the vaccine. Just as a matter of interest, confidence. one of the uh, the figures that. Uh, surprised me even more than the fact that only 39% of pregnant women in the rotunda were fully vaccinated. Only 41% of their partners were. I don't understand that. Yeah, yeah, because most people now, even over 18, are vaccinated. So I'd imagine if you're like that, my partner is vaccinated. Anyone in the household who has been, got the option of the vaccine has took it. It's it's just, I haven't been given the option to now. It's only now I'm I'm available to take it. And obviously, we didn't know this decision was going to, it it didn't seem at time it just seems now that the this is when the decision is upon you now it's mm. kind of it's a harder decision to make. All right. Well, look, I wish you well in, in, you in making that decision. It sounds like you probably will decide to uh, get the vaccine. Would I be right? Probably. I suppose once I talk to my doctor and I get a bit more, I kind of don't want to, but I just think it's a long time. I know I have spoken to one of my doctors and she said the risk of stillbirth would be concern and mm. but again, no doctor is going to say 100% it could be safe either. They can't say no that. No doctor as can guarantee that. Even in no, normal circumstances no. can never guarantee No, no. Um, so you'll always have that. So it's, I suppose it's just a, it's kind of a, it's a family decision to make as well. Kind of feel like what we all decide. But it's, how does it's your a big partner feel about it? 
the exact same, the exact yeah. same. He doesn't know what to do. We mm. we both have no idea what mm. to do. I suppose the difference is I'll get into the doctors to talk to them. Obviously, he can't get in at the moment or anything like that. So if I get in and talk to them, it might give me reassurance. But yeah, no, he's the exact same. Again, just what's best. And he knows I'll stress for the next few months as well. So it's, it's hard right, to know. Look, I really wish you well, Lydia. <laughs> yeah. This isn't an easy decision. And I, I did say earlier on that that lady's email was a little bit harsh. Oh, it's so yeah. harsh. It was. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, the very best of luck to you. Thanks best very much. Thanks for, for having me on. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much Bye. indeed. And uh, let's just bring in one final uh, opinion on this from Connor. Just a quick one for Katie there, okay? When it comes to um, having COVID or the possibility of having reactions to a vaccine which one are you going to take at the end of the day because if you decide they're not going to take a vaccine and you end up in a situation where you contract COVID would you be in regret then that you didn't get the vaccine in the first place look I think you've more chance of catching COVID than you do of having an adverse reaction to a vaccine so I think that's your way up because it's in circulation in the community I think that's the, the, the discussion you have to have with yourself when making this decision. All right. Thank you very much indeed, uh, Connor, for your message and all of you for your messages and contributions on Opinions Matter. And if you're enjoying this podcast, we would ask you to uh, click subscribe or follow on um, Spotify or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And uh, then you'll be notified every time we upload a new podcast. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.